Hey y'all, welcome to Chatting with Coach Amy, an encouraging podcast for your journey. Hey y'all, welcome back to Chatting with Coach Amy. Today, what's Gaskin's here? Yay! I need clappy thingies. From me? No, like a button. Oh yeah, no. Oh, like the audience? Yeah, yeah. So we're in my office and it's tied up in here, but... We're going to make it work. It's fine. She gave me the little chair. <laughs> like I was sitting on the floor. He's sitting on a pillow too. <laughs> so funny. Okay. So hi, how are you? I'm good. good. So you've been um, kind of interviewed before by me. Yeah. Long time ago though. Okay. So I felt like it was, it was time for a refresher okay. for all the new folks in the room. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Okay. So we just went to um, a little getaway <laughs> for my birthday and I had intended on us recording this while we were there and we didn't. So <laughs> here we are. We were in the sticks. So. Here we are. Yes. Solar, solar, power. solar powered cabin, which was really cool, but it was right when I decided to take a nap, it started and it got a little hot and, and I was like, oh, forget it. So it's fine. We, we're fine. It's all fine. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It was a good trip. So we are here the night before the podcast is supposed to um, air and um, we're just going to get it done. Yeah, it's going to be great. Okay. okay, so let's talk. Um, so let's just say, who are you? I'm Wes Gaskin. Do you know some people call you Mr. Coach Amy? No. <laughs> or Wes Gaskin, because that's what I call you. Um, and how long have we been married? Oh, don't, don't put it. I, see, I didn't get any studying notes. You should know this. Uh, That's too 2001, so like 22 years. Yes, 22 yeah. years you've been married to me. Yeah. Isn't that the best? It is. How long have you known me? For most of our lives. <laughs> Since we kindergarten. Were, yeah. Yeah, kindergarten. We were in the same first grade class. Just sweet. I was say first grade. When did you first start liking me? Um, was that eighth grade? Huh? Yeah. Asked me to the eighth grade dance, but I had a boyfriend. Uh, yeah, but I had a boyfriend. Mm, as much as you can have a boyfriend in the eighth grade. Yeah, you're just right. I think my mom pretty much told me I was stupid. <laughs> but he tried again. And at the end of our ninth grade year, we had a little... What your parents had, it was a get together your parents had and that we went and tell them what we did. It was so sweet. We walked around a pond and held hands. And, and y'all know, water is my favorite thing. It was very sweet. And then he started talking about his memo Clark. And I always wanted to use the name Clark in a child's name. And I came home, I said, mama, he has a memo Clark. It is meant to be. I didn't get to name a child Clark because of things that happened. But I have a nephew named Weston Clark. And so that's that's precious too. And then um, our senior year, he proposed. Yeah. And we got married two years later after we finished community college. The community college that our oldest child yes, will start sir. classes at Wednesday. We <laughs> kid in college, babe. And a second grader. <laughs> it was the latter part that I was waiting on. Oh my gosh, so funny. Okay, so we got married, and then we moved to Hattiesburg, which is where we, right? Yeah, that's right. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> that was a long time ago, you guys. 
22 years. And we were just in Hattiesburg. We were. changed a lot. Yeah. He was um, reminiscing almost the whole time. I'm like, he doesn't talk a lot when he drives anyway, unless I'm engaging in conversation. I now know he's not mad. I now know he doesn't hate my guts. I, I He's just in his own little world. And so every now and then he'd be like, now I remember that. Uh, what was it you saw that reminded you of, oh, 9-11? Yeah. I, um, I remember there was a parking lot across from the University of Southern Mississippi that I that across from the business building that, that I used to have to park at. And mm-hmm. we were driving by and I expected to see the parking lot and there's no, it's no building. Businesses, there, so. yeah. They got all kinds of stuff. So that was neat. That was neat. We got to reminisce a lot. So um, we we had a good time this weekend. We did. So we lived in Hattiesburg for a couple of years. Learned a lot. Messed up a lot. Broke. Very Broke. So broke. All the things. But we made it. And we moved back here where we've been ever since and had our family and we've changed jobs and we've changed careers completely and just all still, still, yeah, we can talk about that in a little bit. Um, and so we had our children and um, then we, of course, I don't know, felt called to adopt. That's a good, a good way of putting it. So we walked that road, which many of you know that story. If you don't, you can look. Um, I have on my link tree, which is, should be in somewhere y'all can click. That's uh, There's a blog there that I wrote um, everything a year later, both of our adoption experiences. It's really, have you read them? I think I've proofread them before yeah. you put them up, yeah. but I haven't been on there. Well, Camps was almost eight years ago, and Knox is almost six years ago, so seven years ago. doesn't matter. Anyway, they're there. So we walked through that. That was crazy. And that's when I got the most unhealthy. Can you remember a little bit about that? Yes, it was just really stressful. Um, in your words. Um, which, you know, I'm probably a lot opposite than Amy as far as my ebbs and flows of life <laughs> and ups and downs. Um, but that probably was some of the toughest times that we had as far as being stressful. Um just dealing with a lot of unknowns, yeah. a lot of uh, financial stuff with the adoption, a lot of relationship stuff with the adoption, and just the stress. I, I know it took a toll on you. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't really know how detailed you want. Well, I mean, I was the most unhealthy I'd ever been. Um, I gained a lot of weight. I was very tired. I don't know if you remember, but I would I couldn't do anything. It, there was a lot of depression there too, but a lot of pain. And I would keep the children alive. And then you would come home and after working all day long, physical labor, working all day long, and take care of the kids, do supper, get her get them bath, bathed in the bed, and I just couldn't do anything. Yeah. It was rough. It was rough. And then a year after, well, when Knox turned a year old, no, six months, Knox turned about six months, I decided that I needed to do something for myself. I needed to get up out the, out the pit. <laughs> and I just, you know, went for it all the way and decided to get a CrossFit of all things. But a friend of mine on Facebook who actually was one of my teachers at USM, Leanne Bates, she was a student, yeah. she was a, what are they student, te- what do they call that? 
she was a graduate student. graduate student thank you that's exactly right thank you so she um i had kind of seen her around so town been just a, I don't it doesn't matter we can ask her later but um, anyway so she had um just been posting things about crossfit and i'm like i could do that so i messaged her some questions and i uh, got some information and i just started going and i after seven years i'm still going and that's very how do you what do you think about that like how I crazy couldn't, i couldn't do it I mean, I've tried. I mean, I'm I'm in pretty good health and fitness as far as like working and stuff. And like I can still outwalk you or out hike you, but the intensity of CrossFit, it was not my thing. Yeah. What do you think? Like knowing me, because you've known me since kindergarten and knowing that uh, what I do like at CrossFit, like, is that crazy? It is. It's weird. Like you just didn't know there was that part of you. Yeah. Like. She's, you got really great muscle memory and, you know, a little more. Uh, I flex my guns for those of you listening only. <laughs> yeah. She's got some guns. <laughs> That's fun. Okay. And then six months later, JJ told me about THM. Mm -hmm. Do you remember when I first went to THM? Well, I mean. Y'all, it was almost were, seven years ago now. So, so I mean, you had been kind of guess what we kind of call crunchy mm -hmm. um yeah like try you were trying to do different things to get healthier and right. get away from some stuff and right. try some natural stuff and um I don't remember if there was anybody was there anybody local that who was doing that that Christy and Jennifer Christy Drought okay. and Jennifer JJ that's about all I remember. Yeah. I think Margaret Temple started pretty soon around that same time. So when I started making these recipes, was it a big deal to you? Do you remember it being a big deal? I've just always been supportive of supportive of you and just let you do kind of do what you want to do. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm not gonna say, you know He's so sweet. I'm not gonna try to smash your dreams or anything. Oh, just let you figure it out on your own. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's all you got to do is just be a little supportive. You're so nice. I've been trying to tell you that for 22 years. <laughs> I don't do that, man. So, okay. All right. I had some pretty quick success in the eyes of a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, you just have, uh, you just have a certain personality and a certain skill set uh, that the Lord blessed you with. Mm -hmm. And he put you kind of in a, the perfect role, I would say. Yeah. I mean, you, you care about people. Um, you have a good personality as far as stuff like this to do stuff and to interact with people. Um, and then you have a, a degree and a skill set in office type stuff yeah. with computers and all that kind of stuff that it really helps you you're able to do a lot of your own stuff so yeah yeah if you fast forwarded a little bit you guys sorry it's okay um so success with thm like losing the weight and stuff what did you think about uh, that well yeah i mean so i mean you just when you started and and a lot probably like a lot of your followers and a lot of your clients like there was stages in that mm. you know um where you kind of would do 70 percent 
and you would kind of have some success and then stall out yeah. and like different stages through that, that you finally, you know, I don't know how long you've been completely on plan now, but you know, when you did that, that's when it really started. Yeah. Well, I've been doing THM in some way mm-hmm. for six and a half years. It'll be seven in January. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do, I'm very honest that there was a spot where I quit because I got, honestly, I think it was kitchen fatigue, like having to make all the things all the time. Recipe, 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 1,400,000 ingredients in one thing. But then you figured out mm-hmm. a way for you yeah. to do it. But you know, you he doesn't remember a lot of things in general. It's just part of him. But um, I had quit THM, but I didn't like make an announcement or anything. And I started kind of regressing, kind of going back to um, the size that I was and some depression had crept in. I probably had quit going to CrossFit and you were called me on my junk, which you're so good at. You really are. I'm not, I'm not being whatever. Okay. You're like, Hey, what's going on? (laughs) Well, I mean, because we spent the first 15 years of our marriage where I mean you dealt with a lot of health issues yes a lot a lot I was at the doctor that's something I don't think people understand for years I had a doctor's appointment at least once a month a lot of times once a week there was some doctor I was going to I mean and not routine like not not like the dentist and the eye doctor this was like joint pain joint issues gut issues lungs yes and that was before after and during pregnancies um I had to have a total hysterectomy when I was 29 which bless America I wish I had a new I wish so much that I knew what I knew now oh I could have helped that girl I think that all the time I could have helped that little girl (laughs) talking about myself but it's okay because all that junk I went through, this makes me want to cry a little bit. <laughs> all that junk I went through is helping so many people. Well, you're you you're relatable. Like you can to relate to what different women are going yeah. through, whether it's thyroid problems, mm-hmm. whether it's joint and muscle issues from inflammation, you know. Uh, just the numerous different things that you've been there it's not like you're just talking about it no no I've done a lot yeah it's crazy so they rolled out the coaching programs from Healthy Mama and we could not afford it we had some money issues and um and we weren't starving or anything but we didn't have an extra whatever 500 whatever it was and I was like well it's fine we won't do that but I started doing some classes um I did one here and then my neighbor that lives right behind me opened up her home for a couple of times and I posted something on the Trim Healthy Mama page about it. And I got kind of in trouble because you're supposed to be a coach to do that kind of thing. I didn't know that. And I was like, I am so sorry. And um, she was like, it's okay. You know, you just, you just need to kind of follow these, these guidelines. And I'm like, okay. And I did. So it made, like, like I got sued or nothing like that. Bless. But she was like, if you're doing that, you need to become a coach. And that was Lisa Flack Williams that that encouraged me. I need to send her a big thank you because she she was one of the first people that told me, you know, I've seen what you post on social like in the in the main group and how encouraging you are. And you could totally do that. That would be so great. And I'm like, yeah, OK, whatever. <laughs> well, then um, I, I came upon an opportunity to do a multi-level marketing thing 
And I was like, if I can get some of this uh, money issue that we have situated, because I wanted to do that. I wanted to be able to help him because I hadn't worked for a really, really long time. Since fellow. Yeah. So, so 12 years, time. 12 or 13 years. So I hadn't worked. And, and even when I did, bless, it wasn't much. <laughs> but um, I was very excited to do that. Like whenever... I've always been very creative with dollars. Like when there's something that I want that's not in need, I will figure out a way. I will have a yard sale. I will sell stuff on Facebook. I will babysit some kids. I will figure it out. Well, I did work. I worked for the church. I was a preschool director. Yes, you were part-time preschool. I did do that. I forgot about that. I didn't make a ton of money, but I did work a little bit. But it worked with my kids' schedule. Sorry, that was that was a thought from about two paragraphs ago. Anyway... Back to the present here. <laughs> um, so um, I, I did the the debt thing that we needed to take care of. And I said, okay, I told him, I said, it's paid. It's paid. It's done. I'm going to buy this cert- coaching certification. And I don't know exactly what it said, but I can imagine he was like, go ahead, girl. <laughs> you know? I mean. Knock yourself out. <laughs> well, I mean, with the, the risks that I've taken in whatever rental property and other ventures, so. I don't have a problem with you taking, you know, yeah, a little risk and doing something. So. so I was like, I promise I'll make my money back. Terrified. Terrified I wasn't going to make my money back. If y'all been following me and you have some, you know, multiplication sense, you know that I have definitely made my money back. And so I don't, I don't say that to boast at all, but it's just funny because, and, um, you know, it also, after I passed in a couple of days, like aced everything. Cause it was just, it just made all of it made so much sense. And it's the coaching certification. Isn't just, you know, the plan, which it, it is, but there's also some business things and rules and things you've got to learn. And I did really good. So I was very proud of that. And then I'm like, just all into this. So fast forward a few months and I had done little groups and stuff like that. And then February, 2020, came along. So I passed my test September, 2019, February, 2020. I had, I think 50 or 60 sign up for my group coaching. And I was like, Wes, like, this is a thing. Like I could, I could make money doing this. And he's like, once again, go ahead, girl, not figure it out, figure it out. And I don't know. Oh, the boys, we did have the boys in a, um, a little preschool thing. They were at Southwest preschool. And the girls were homeschooling themselves at this point already. Um, so, I mean, I was just managing the home and doing that. I still, I think I still probably had some health issues I was still working through, but I was doing a lot better, a whole lot better. And of course, physically felt good because I was following the plan. And then COVID happened. And I'm like, I just decided, dadgummit, that I'm going to do this like a almost full-time thing, as full-time as I could. And nobody's going to want to pay for this. And boy, was I wrong. Do you remember that? Was it 20 or 21 that it? It was 2020. It was during COVID of 2020. It was nuts, man. And I went live all the time on Facebook. I mean, I had seven kids because I had my two nieces too. We had people everywhere up in this house. And I just went live and people were just at home. So they were just watching. And that was one of the keys, I think, to kind of what happened um with my business but you just always been really really good and innovative in 
the social media marketing yeah. of, get, of getting your name. and your Well, I'm not scared. I mean, you if your posts, whatever you guys are doing, if you're doing things on social media or trying to do whatever, promote yourself in some way, just post it. If it's a bad post, they're going to forget about it in a couple hours anyway. If it's a good post, it can it can be the the key that 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 transforms your life because that's what I did. Right. I had so many people that came to me from a from a live that I did in the main Trim Healthy Mama group of my crustless pizza. <laughs> there, I, I, the only crust that I have found now recently is a chicken crust pizza, but every other THM approved crust for pizza, <laughs> gross. And I was like, we don't have to do this. We can do crustless. And so I, I went live and showed how to do it. And all these, all these new followers, it was crazy. And so now I'm just coaching up a storm over here. You're a little busy. <laughs> I'm a little busy, but I'm working through having some more boundaries you and are. fixing my schedule. I'm always, always want to make things better. And I always want you to have limits. Yeah. She'll burn herself out quick. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's just work ethic. Mm -hmm. It's work ethic and you want to help people, you know, and all that. But um, you also just have to, it has to be sustainable mm -hmm. and not work yourself yeah. too much. I want to, I don't want it to be a job. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't want it to feel like a job. Right. I mean, I want to make money. Because I have to, I mean, you, you, you have can't, you now. can't do this. <laughs> you can't do something like this and not make money. I mean, it's just what I do, the way that I, the way that I do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So tell them how I bless you. So <laughs> or I mean, how they help me bless you. Yeah, I mean, so I don't mind saying, um, I mean, I was a, I had my own electrical business for, I guess, 18 years. Thereabout. Yeah. And the majority of the time worked by myself, wiring houses, uh, rewiring, doing small commercial jobs and stuff. Um, and have, I don't know how long ago, but we've got rental property, some on our own and some in a partnership with a friend. And so my goal was always to get enough rental property that by the time I was 50 or so, it would be paid for mm -hmm. and it would replace my income and uh, be able to retire and, you know, give up the electrical work. That was never, a, I never had aspirations of running employees and trucks that other people were running. And mm -hmm. I, that just wasn't, I, I was very hands-on, but at the same time doing that for myself and at the pace I was doing it, I started getting back and neck issues, just arthritis and uh, some degenerative stuff in my neck. And um, so it was getting harder and harder to do yeah. that. So, but it came a point where she pretty much replaced my income and allowed me to focus on just the rental property. And I am in the very last stages of giving up the electrical business. So. We're this close. Like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this again? People don't like to hear no. <laughs> His contractors are like, what now? Why? What are you doing now? How? What? 
Because a lot of people here really don't know what I do. They they have no idea. It's, you know, and, and we've, I tell people probably on a weekly basis, I get I, people ask about well, what is your wife doing? And they just don't know. And there's so many different social media things. There's so many different multi-level marketing, yeah. different things out there that people just don't really have a clue. Um, and I'm like, no, it's just her. I mean, she has her own business mm-hmm. where she has clients and, and so uh, it, it's been a tremendous blessing on our family, on, on, on me to be able to start, hopefully let giving my back and neck a break and focusing on the rental property. And, um, but also here in the next two weeks, I've, I've got about four classes to finish up starting a master. I mean, finishing a master's degree in biblical counseling. So I'll finish that. In the I'm very proud of you. So, like, thank you. Say thank you. It only took 14 years to do it. So, that was uh, crazy. Started it. Was it 2012? 2012 is when God called us to adopt and to homeschool. But, and but trying to do a master's degree with three little girls, three little girls, and then adopting two little boys and running a business and everything just, in between it was yeah. too much so and so now he can and i'm so happy another thing that i love that you can do is that you can spend quality time with the kids um specifically the boys of course the girls too but specifically the boys they do their thing they girls do their own thing um but that just makes me happy it really does even I get tired of them. Yeah, I'm like, bro, you need to break. <laughs> you need to walk away from that. <laughs> no, it oh. it is like I'm able to do some things with them with baseball right now that I wouldn't have the energy or the mm-hmm. time to do if I was still running the electrical business. Mm-hmm. So. so, how do you feel about having a wife that's a health coach? Uh, well, are you talking about like eating and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> I don't like that doesn't you know i'll eat just about anything you put in front of me and you don't hassle me too bad about decisions i make boy i do sometimes though because i'm like really (laughs) really so i mean he does he has changed a lot of things i recognize the the benefits and i'm completely like on board in my head and I try to do as much as I can on board where it counts so but well I'm I'm just telling you I'm just being honest you know the way I was living life of basically I lived out of my speed yeah you know I mean so it was just convenience all the way I call them 99 99 cent heart attacks in a sack like old Tim McGraw so we're, we're cutting back. You're doing great. Those. He comes home for lunch and it makes me happy. So. You quit drinking Cokes. When did you quit yeah. drinking Cokes? Uh, all all soft drinks ago. are Cokes in Mississippi, yeah. by the way. When? A couple years ago. A couple ago. years ago. So he gets unsweet tea with no uh, no question, Most. no no hesitation. Well, of course, he drinks water. Um, he drinks coffee on plan. Um, use collagen. 
Yeah, he is a collagen. I don't like, which I've never been a real big sweets person. So, um, like I don't. But you've like I've made you a lot of things. Yeah. The apple crumble mm -hmm. and the overnight biscuits and cinnamon squares. Probably my biggest is just the the bread. Yeah. He does Ezekiel. Um, Ezekiel's cinnamon raisin. What are they called? English muffins. Golly. Yeah, it's still a Everything's hard. Everything's got to have forty-two thousand words. It's still a hard for me to eat my burger between two pieces of lettuce. But yeah, that's okay. We'll we'll get there one day. It's it's just baby steps, baby steps for some people. What would you say? Um, how well? When I came to you and told you that I wanted to do a conference in Nashville, walk us through your thought process. I didn't really. We haven't had this conversation, uh, by the way. This is no, new we news. Have not. <laughs> um, I didn't. I mean, because of what? I mean, you did 40, 40, 40, mm -hmm. 40 slots, mm -hmm. people. I don't think I ever really had all. Well, I mean, your track record was there with everything else that you had mm -hmm. done. And like, I really didn't have much doubt that you would have 40 people to sign up. I, on the other hand, was scared, yeah. and I was disappointed. Just, I think, I think Darlene and it I talked about this. While. Yeah, Darlene and I talked about it a little bit. That when I opened registration, like she and I recorded a Zoom watching the numbers because I have a spreadsheet that compiles information when people sign up, and it was a little sad um, because I thought I'd get way more than I got. I'm so grateful for the ones who, who of course, registered that day. That was really fun to watch, but. Um, I'm not going to lie and say I wasn't disappointed, but God worked it out and I had exactly the amount and I, I would, I would feel that disappointment, but then I would hit it right back with God's going to have the people that he wants to have there. And I would shut and it I down. I might just not have been ready. To yeah, that's right. And I would just shut it down because that was just Satan trying to um, dissuade me. <laughs> Is that the word? Yeah. We'll, we'll use it. It's fine. Y'all know what I mean? So that was neat. But I was gone for a really long time. Yeah. That was a really long trip. But we had so that's much fun. The that was the hardest. I think, yeah, hard. I think that's the longest we've been away from each other. Mm -hmm. And we've been together for a really long time. Because we dated, did we wait four or five years before we got married? Um, six, six, five, six. Oh. Almost six. Look at me not knowing. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. We've just been together forever. Um, Very cool. I was going to ask you about, oh, yes, my health coach certification. That was really a big step for me. It was. And it, I mean, you handled the workload very well as far as, you know, just working it into your schedule. And you, you want to make sure you're educated enough to help your women succeed. <clears throat> Excuse so, me. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're already starting to talk about another certification. I already so. did it. I already signed up for it. <laughs> it's a self-paced certification. I'm not going to unveil its topic at the moment because I want to make sure that it's what it is. She does not lollygag around when she makes Well, the thing with me, I I think about things for a really long time before I say anything to Wes or whoever. Usually he's first. Um. And then I'm like, so I've been thinking about doing this for a while. 
Um, and I've got a few other changes that I may be making as well to my business. I haven't talked to you about, but um, okay. it's really nothing that you would be even like, it's not that big a deal. You'd be like, yeah, fine, whatever. Sure. Do it. Um, but I, I, like I said, I always want to be doing things the best. So go into our marriage and relationships. Okay. Not necessarily. I mean, we can. It's fine. So last summer, we did um, a thing where he came in during Bloom's group coaching for just a few minutes. And my Blooms at the time were able to turn in questions about intimacy and marriage. Okay. We don't, we're not going to go all into Not it. going there right No, now. because this is okay. like super duper public. Okay. Okay. Blooms is not super duper public. You have to pay to do that. But uh, it's more a control group. I feel safe there. <laughs> um, but um, not that I don't feel safe with y'all, but I don't know who you are. I know who Blooms are. <laughs> But we did that. And that was a huge step for me because that's something that I have, we have struggled with and we have, we're on, I would say on the other side of it and still learning, but not necessarily struggling. We've learned how to communicate and all that stuff. But thank you for doing that because that was a year ago that we recorded those. And I've, I've pulled all the little pieces out from where we talked each Sunday evening in July and made one video for my blooms and it's still being watched with fresh eyes. Like people are still bit being blessed by those conversations that we had. And it was, some of it was serious intimacy and marriage. Some of it was, how do you date your spouse? How do you show love to someone that's hurt you? Um, how do you feel comfortable talking, you know, different things like that. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, Anybody that's been married 15 or 20 years, you're going to have ups and downs and you're going to have, I mean, you're going to have times where you struggle in that area of your relationship. I don't, it's mm -hmm. just, it's pretty natural, you know, um, it's not, there's a lot of people that grow up in homes and households where that's just, um not talking about not talked about whatsoever yeah um and you know god god made that part of our marriages to be to be enjoyed um yet we still take kind of the worldly view on on sex and bring it into marriage and even the husband and wife don't want to talk about it where it really, like you have to have communication um, for that to be say successful, but yeah. good, yeah. you know, successful is a good word. Um, so that's, it's just, and it's learning to communicate about things that are um, I think for the woman, it's that's a very vulnerable area you know and the man has to learn how to be safe in that area in those in that communication um and there's i mean we haven't always done a good job at communicating and we haven't always done a good job of thinking about the other person you know but um that's just something that if you want your marriage to be as healthy as it can, that's you have to work on all aspects of it. I mean, your 
your mm-hmm. dating life, your intimacy, your communication with your kids, with communication about your finances. So it's just communication about who's going to tell the choir leader that your kid's not going to be at choir practice. We both do it almost every time. <laughs> and she laughs every time because we both sent texts. <laughs> Sorry. It's funny. That's okay. We're trying to do all the things. And we had a conversation. Usually either both are going to tell you or neither. Or neither. We're sorry. (laughs) Bless her. (laughs) I love it. So what would you say, um, what would you say that you have seen me with, just with THM, not necessarily coaching. So just following the plan, like the changes that you've seen maybe in my life and maybe that you've just heard me talk about with my clients or whatever? Um, well, I mean, probably the biggest was that time that you talked about from going like, like you got bogged down in it at mm-hmm. first mm-hmm. because you thought it just the regimen of mm-hmm. it, like it had to be like this mm-hmm. until Amy figured out how to do it. For, for Amy, Amy. and mm-hmm. what made it work for you yeah um and now you throw things together I'm like I would have never thought about eating that I can lentils canned chicken and spinach yeah <laughs> yeah so I mean um, it's a great eat <laughs> but you've, you've just changed your you've changed your palate you've changed yeah. your your mentality on food and that you're eating to live and not living to eat yeah. that whole, you know, that whole saying that's kind of cliche, but it's so true. I mean, it's like, yeah. And my Bible study that I'm doing right now, which I'd love to hear your thoughts on that, but um, that's, that's one of the reasons why I did it. I wanted to do a, a book study or a Bible study of some sort during the month of August in 2023. And I couldn't find one that lined up with my biblical theology. Is that right? Am I saying that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then what THM teaches and what I believe as a as a coach in general, a health coach. And so I'm like, I'm just going to do it myself. And what did you think about that? Well, I mean, you've, you've taught Bible studies and stuff before, yeah. but it was always out of somebody oh, else's wow. book or study you know so but like normal I have faith in you <laughs> I love it um well when I talked to other people about it they were like um you're gonna do what now <laughs> you know but um I believe it's I mean people have have told me we're still we've got a few weeks a couple weeks left but um the messages and the notes and the comments of people that you know they might not be where I am and that's okay it's taken me a long time to get here a lot more long a lot longer than whatever today is 13 days um but it's keeping the truth in the forefront of your mind that food is fuel not your friend or food is fuel it's not it's your not comfort for emotional um yeah support. it's not and I I think that not, when we had this conversation <laughs> Um, but I think that people let food have too much, have control, that food controls their life. And I don't, I want to be in control of my life. I don't want anybody or anything to be in control of my life. I want to be in control. Um, and so putting food in its place was a huge breakthrough for me. Um, 
I will say on my birthday, which was a couple of days ago, we went to um, a restaurant and I wanted to do a restaurant. We got an appetizer and another restaurant. We got our, I've always wanted to do that. We never have um, a restaurant for um, the main meal and a restaurant for dessert. And I was going to go off plan for dessert. But I did. I was going to do that because I want, that's something I just want to experience to do. It wasn't like I was dying to have dessert because it was my birthday. You were in control. Yeah, I was fine. And I probably wouldn't have even eaten the whole thing, knowing me. But we were at out of town and we didn't really know where to go. So we just went to one restaurant. Did we get, we did get that appetizer. <laughs> That's terrible. We won't talk about that. It might trigger somebody, mm-hmm. but um, my meal was great. I did my best to um, eat on plan because of the appetizer that we ordered and we got a little, we just didn't know what it, we didn't know exactly picked, what it was. You picked out of I it. Did, I did. I ate the on plan part of it. Anyway. Um, I had a steak and mashed potatoes and it wasn't the best steak and mashed potatoes ever either. That was kind of sad, but it's okay. I, it was, it was fuel. It was fuel. You know, it was fine. I enjoyed my time with him, whatever. And I had great breakfast and lunch because I made it. (laughs) The cabin, they, they were beautiful and colorful and delicious. But anyway, so we leave and he was like, what you want to do now? And I was like, I want to eat dessert at that, that other restaurant. And he's like, okay. So we go and it was like all these 100,000 people. And they were like, it's an hour and a half wait. And I was like, mm, no, that's okay. And we just went back to our little cabin. And I didn't have dessert for my birthday. And I was going to make one yesterday when we got home. And I was like, I don't really care that much. I really didn't. And I didn't get upset about it. I'm not, you know, feeling left out or that nobody cares about me because no one else tried to make me an on-plan dessert. I got over several years ago trying to have you a birthday cake on your birthday because you didn't want it. I didn't care. Nope. Nope. And uh, I don't know if you've noticed. I do. I do. I do love a present. I do. You do. But have you noticed that my love languages have changed? Yes. I realized that the other day. One of my dear friends, um, text me and she said, I wanted to send you a gift, but I wasn't able to right now. I'm like, oh no, that's okay. She goes, well, I know it's important to you because it's your love language. And I said, I really think my love languages have changed. So what would you say my love language is now? Because I Uh, think I know, but I didn't take a test, but I've studied love languages enough to know. I mean, quality time is Mm -hmm. a big, you know, um, and even like, you know, like not physical touch, like on a like a major side of it but like you still like to be hugged by the kids mm-hmm. you like to be shown not, no you're not alone you know like i got I, too much to do i can't be hugging you for 20 minutes <laughs> got to go <laughs> yeah, so don't get offended well, words of affirmation um i've noticed is very helpful And I think it's because um, it just validates all the risk I'm taking. You're putting and all the that's what I was gonna say. All the vulnerability that I have done, like because that talk Wes and I did back in July, I have added a lot to that in that group. But I know how important that is to teach people. And so, and then going beyond that, I mean, just sharing, you know, my life. I mean, I'll, I'll even go to take a picture of something or a selfie and I'll tell myself, Amy, you don't have to share, share everything you do. It's okay. You don't have to video that right now. Um, like, cause I've, I've been making a meal before and only went home 
And before I would have jumped on that. I would have recorded that so I could post it. And I tell myself, you don't have to, you don't have to do that right now. It's okay. Um, especially if it's been more of a rough week. Um, Cause working with women, it's a lot. Sometimes they, they, we have a lot of Y'all are needy. <laughs> we are going through a lot and we're emotional and I hear, I mean, I honestly should Y'all take that the right way. They're fine. They, I hear a lot being, especially with one-on-one, there is so many emotions tied to food. It's going to come out. It just is. And so uh, there can be days where I have eight to 10 women crying on the other side of my computer. And, you know, those are tough days, but I've learned to uh, not let that affect me. I still feel it. I still have empathy. Or you're very empathetic, but you've learned how to. But I can't leave it. That's their problem. And I'm going to give it to Jesus. I will pray for them. I will check on them. I will support them. I will guide them. And I've, I've tried to do that with everyone in my life. Because I don't have to react. I've, I've, that's something I have very much struggled with. I'm not perfect. But I want to encourage people, if you have issues with food or emotional eating, that that is one thing that you can supplement in your life is when things are going wrong for other people or there are issues that you literally cannot control, you need to just pray over it 100,000 times, not just once, a whole lot. <laughs> And have God handle it and know that you don't have to react. There's really nothing you can do. And so you're, what you can do is pray about it and support God, love, and go on about your business. Because I'm, I've right? been very proud of how you, because she does. I mean, she cares. <laughs> and like, when I made that comment, y'all are needy, that I was really just joking with you. And <laughs> y'all are complex sometimes. <laughs> Um, or at least you are. I, we all are. It's all of us. <laughs> but so she, I've been proud of you. How because she will come and you know to an acceptable level share with me loss of a family member or you know um, health like issues. Somebody in the, the client, hospital. Yeah, yeah. You know, and but I've been proud of how you do compartmentalize that and once you pray about it you're mm-hmm. able to leave it and not dwell on it and like like you're not you don't go down that rabbit hole of the anxiety of right. every because that's it's hard for me to grasp sometimes the the anxiety and the worry and depression because that's you know um, I don't have those big highs and lows. Mm-hmm. Um, she probably says I stay a little under, you know. He's underwhelmed most of the time. So, um, <laughs> but learning how to deal with those type things is very, like we're dealing with that with one of our children right now, of learning how to deal with life and disappointments mm-hmm. and struggles and um that is a life skill that, you know, yeah, it's got to be. There have been plenty of opportunities for me. And I have, I have gotten upset about things that have happened where people's comments or people's messages. And I've grown a lot in that area. But 
some of those words hurt very much. And sometimes they're not meant to be hurtful. Sometimes they are, but they still hurt. And so that's a separate thing from dealing with clients' problems. Uh, don't bring them on as my own, but then people's opinions, you know, and that's something that I could share with you guys too, is that that's their opinion. They can have their opinion. Is it true? Is it really affecting you and yours? Then let it go. It don't matter. You probably have opinions about people that they wouldn't like. I mean, truly, you know? Well, and and usually at the end of the day, they say what they say. And five minutes later, they forget yeah, about it. They you. hadn't thought one more thing about it. So, and I, and I would encourage everybody to think that way. If you feel like you've been hurt by somebody, mm -hmm. 95% of the time, it's probably unintentional. Yeah. They're just going through something yeah. and hurt people, hurt people. Right. And once they did it, it was not even intentional and they moved down here and they're too busy with their own junk to really be concerned about you. Yet we're, we're emotionally needy of people's acceptance too much sometimes. Mm -hmm. And we take it too personally. Too far. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, just like I teach people that food doesn't have define. to have control. It doesn't have to have control over you or define you or, be your saving grace people aren't either it's god right. and you've got to put that in proper order it's not easy and i don't i don't master that every day but it's something that i'm striving towards every day like little bitty baby steps every day better and better mm -hmm. i had other things i wanted to talk to you about so you might have to come on another time but i didn't write them down i'll think about them probably in about five minutes i'll be like oh yeah la 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 I figure we'll be doing this more often for too long. Thanks, so. Welcome to the podcast, Wes Gaskin. <laughs> Might even. Um, sure, wheels are turning. They are. <laughs> Lots of turns. <laughs> well, thank you. Is there anything else you'd like to say? No, I'm good. You sure? Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, I'm not going to give any more than what's asked of you. Know. You need to bend and um, grow. Well, I don't mind. You know, I can start preaching, but I, I ain't asking you to do that. I know. That's what I'm telling. <laughs> All right. Well, thank y'all so much for watching. Do you want to tell them bye? Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. All the buttons. Y'all have an awesome week. Thanks so much for listening. Hey, hit subscribe or follow on your favorite podcast listening app. And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye, y'all.